Welcome to Airbnb with D, the podcast where we help you succeed as an Airbnb host and an entrepreneur. I'm your host, Davana, and today we're going to talk about the importance of having multiple streams of income. There are so many ways that you can either build up or save the money to launch your Airbnb or ways to even make money within that unit once you finally launched it. So let's talk about some things that we can do to stay afloat, stay profitable, and why having multiple streams is so important. Okay, so let's just dive right in. We all know that relying on a single source of income can be risky. If you were listening to my last episode, what was that one titled? Job from job loss to Airbnb hosts. I detailed the story about how when I lost my job with United Health Group, I was devastated. Oh my gosh, there was just so much that I had built around that, and so much of my identity had become being a grievance coordinator that I didn't really, not that I didn't know how to do anything outside of it, I didn't want to. And it is true that as humans, guys, we become rigid, rigid, we become complacent. So you have to know that if that happens in your regular life, that you can also become that at work too and get to a point where you don't want to work no more. You don't want to do the extra stuff. You don't want to have extra streams. And that is such a dangerous place of mind to be because you will always need multiple streams. There will never be a moment where life comes to you and say, hey, you've paid enough. I'm going to go ahead and make everything for the rest of your life free so you never have to work again. The only one that can give us promises like that is God and the Holy Spirit. And that is only activated, y'all, once we pray and believe and have faith. Nothing is just magic. So when an economy crashes, people lose everything. That's why having multiple streams of income is crucial. It can help you weather any economic storm and provide financial security. When people were losing their jobs, losing their minds during COVID, there were a group of us that that was actually the most profitable time in our lives because we had positioned ourselves to be at the forefront of whatever our economy needed. We were at the the end of uh, providing that, not receiving. So that made us, you know, the real business owners, the movers and shakers. When COVID came and shut down Airbnb or even closed down some of the um, hotels, those of us that still had properties, we did what we had to do, guys. And we got it taken care of because there were people still needing places to quarantine. There were people still needed places to go that were off the record and they needed our help. So during that time, we made a lot of money, but wouldn't have been able to if we didn't position ourselves for that particular stream. So I want to talk about habits. There are so many habits that keep people poor. And one of them is not creating multiple streams of income. If you want to succeed financially, guys, you need to break out of the habit of not wanting to do more and start building additional income streams now. So Robert Kiyosaki, you you all know him, I'm sure, is the author of the best-selling book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. But there's also another book that he has too about how A students go and work for C students. So it's a very interesting read. If you are in the Airbnb with D Facebook group, I'm actually putting that in the group for you to enjoy. 
But the reason why it was so interesting to me is because if you have been an A, a B, or a C student yourself, I'm sure that you could recall your time in school and think about the tactics you used to help you get there. Robert Kiyosaki, however, explains that the habit of relying on a single source of income or a single source is so damaging that it puts you at uh, the mercy of whoever has these additional sources. So he points out that A students work for C students because A students are trained to be employees while C students are trained to be entrepreneurs. An employee is not going to have the same um, mind about multiple income streams than an entrepreneur would, right? Because employees depend on a paycheck. A students and employees really depend on the fact that if I do this, this will happen and that's done. And while that's good, C students, entrepreneurs, we know you can put out the marketing, you can have the best this, you can have the best that, but sometimes things don't work out in the way that you thought they would, which is why having a plan to address all potential situations is important. Shameless plug, if you do not already have a business plan generated for your Airbnb business, the Airbnb pre-launch planner may be just the thing you need to get started. There are countless pages there that help you get focused and prepared to actually achieve the goal that you set out for yourself. And then there are some things that help you actually know the goal that you set out for yourself. When I have consultations, one of the first things I ask a person is how much money do you want to make in this industry? And I'm gonna be honest y'all, it breaks my heart when I hear people respond, I mean, I don't know, I just want it to be profitable or you know, however much I can get. Guys, profit strategies exist because the world is showing you, Airbnb.com is showing you, Peerspace.com is showing you, Gigster.com is showing you, Verbo.com is showing you, FurnishFinders.com is showing you that there is a market for people that need spaces for short-term rentals. Rather it's overnight, or rather it is for content creations, they need it. So if you know that the venture that you're entering in has the possibility to make you so much money on any platform you listed, why do you not know how much you want to make? Why do you not know? And you can hear the frustration in my voice. It's very frustrating because I also meet with business owners who quickly chastise other business owners or quickly blame them not knowing something on their ability to not perform in that area. And it breaks my heart because it takes five seconds to know. It takes, it's actually quicker to learn what it is you need than to give a rundown and an explanation on why you have not done this yet. So if you are someone that can't answer questions like within 90 days, how much money are you expecting to make in this business? If you can't give me a solid number, like I'd like to profit 15,000, keep in mind, these numbers aren't coming from thin air. This is why I shamelessly plug the planner. If you don't have a business plan, you don't even know why you're working for this money. You don't even realize that your mortgage payment could be reduced to a five-year, 10-year mortgage instead of a 30 if you just start this business, right? So if you had that listed in your plan, you would know, I need $27,000 by the end of the year so that I can put this towards my house payment and make sure that my mortgage is reduced. That's a goal, that's one goal. Another goal could be, you could be a parent that has someone entering college, that has someone entering school, whatever. You could be that parent 
and need the money to put them through school. Maybe you can't get approved for loans. Maybe you don't want to take a loan because you have a house you're buying. You need to know what your child's tuition is. If that cost is $37,000, you need to be saying, I need to make $37,000 by the end of the year in this venture. By you knowing that number, it, it makes it so easy for us. You know why? It helps us to realize the location you should start at, the property type you should have, the decor scheme. All of these things help you determine how much money you make. So if you know going into it how much you want to make, then you know what you need to do next, right? Okay, so diving right back in. Robert Kiyosaki emphasizes the importance of building assets that generate passive income. These assets can be anything, guys, from stocks to real estate to a small business. The key is to invest in assets that will produce cash flow without requiring a lot of your time or energy. I'm going to talk in another episode about leverage and what we even enter different sectors of business or even enter different industries for and even what profit is profit cash flow money success clients they are all leverage um so again we'll go over that in another episode but this one i want to continue talking about multiple streams of income and then even give you a few of mine that i utilize to stay successful afloat and keeping in mind guys i'm a young entrepreneur just turned 32 years old i'm so grateful i'm a mother but I'm only going up from here. This isn't the, my peak, this isn't my end. And so the same way I look at that for my life, I want you to consider that for your life as well to know that it only goes up from here. As long as there's still breath in your body, anything that you invest in yourself, whether that be mentorships, consultations, whether it's online courses, whether that's even you going back to school in person, think about it as an asset. And then you determine if you doing that asset is going to generate income or give you leverage. So how do you create multiple streams of income? One way is to follow the example of successful entrepreneurs again. And you seek out people who have achieved financial success and learn from them. Again, you look for mentors that can guide you through the process of building additional income streams. Another way is to start small. You don't need a lot of money to begin building additional income streams. You start by investing small amount of money in whatever you want, but make sure that you have a plan for that to at least give you a return on investment. If you are at a point where you're looking for profitable opportunities, you should be mapping out a return on your investment within 30 to 60 days. If the strategy that you're looking at does not give you a return that quickly, it's okay to select another strategy. So I'm gonna break down a few of my income streams and just a few facts about how much money you can make during each. So one of my streams, everyone knows I love accounting. Now this isn't something you have to do every day, nine to five. This is something that once you've gained experience, you can even hire or not hire, you can even market to your own clients and get your own clients. So accounting, handling month and projects and tax projects. The potential income from that varies depending on the number of clients that I handle and the complexity of their accounting needs. But in general, I can expect to make $80,000 per year just being an accountant. This is something that is one of my passions. This is something that I've made over $80,000 a year doing. And it's something that I don't have to phase out just because I'm an entrepreneur, 
just because I have an Airbnb. When we use the term fire your boss, you can fire who you want. You don't fire good things. You don't fire profitable things, good people, good opportunities. You don't quit those things. You quit things that no longer serve you. So if there is a nine to five or a corporate position that currently serves you guys, it's okay. Just make sure you have a plan for that money to put it back into something else that allows you to not have to work again in that way. So my second stream is my boutique, which at this point is 100% drop shipping with the exception of the Airbnb with D physical planner. If you get that digital product online, you're sent a download copy. But if you get the physical planner, I do still have to send that out to you. But that's the only thing. So drop shipping, no matter what products you have on there, whether it's clothes, whether it's toys, whatever, can be a lucrative business. And it ranges with profit margins anywhere between 10 and 40%. So what I love about that, because I am someone that had a boutique when it was not drop shipping, meaning I would go to LA, I would get my textiles, I would get my outfits, I would come back to wherever I was selling them, try to put them online, try to market them everywhere. Guys, I spent so much money on inventory and trying to get the place established or get people to even see the clothes that now that I've converted to drop shipping, even if I'm only making 50 cents from a item, I don't mind that because I didn't have to go all the way around the world to get that 50 cents, which those of you, if you have a boutique or if you have any products that are in person, especially if you make body products or things that are perishable, you know that if we don't get that inventory out, not only do seasons change, things spoil, things are no longer good, and we lose that money anyway because we have to discount it. So it is okay to project making only 10% of something or even 10 cents, $1, if you say, okay, well, even though I'll only be making $1 from this drop shipping product, if I sell this $1 or this item 10 times, 100 times, 200 times, 300 times, right? Then you know you can make a profit as opposed to having a $200 item and hoping that that sells once. My third stream, property management. As a property manager, I earn anywhere between, honestly, $45,000 to $65,000 a year in one particular state. So of course, you know, property managers, you can also do it virtually, but you really get paid a lot more when you are the boots on the ground for homeowners. These property owners could be people that are going into active military and was looking for a profit strategy while they were away. Um, this could be people that own apartment buildings, that own units, that own homes, and really just need your help. If you are in the Airbnb with the Facebook group, you know that we've discussed the thumbtack strategy, but I want to make sure that you're using the link provided so that you get the $200 credit. Because guys, the thumbtack strategy is not worth it if you do not start off with a credit. If your whole objective is how you can save money, how you can make money, stop spending your money on crazy stuff, okay? So number four, my fourth stream, podcasting. So as you know, when you hear the podcast, you often hear me do an introduction. That's a sponsorship. I get paid by Anchor or from Anchor just to let you guys know that you can create your own podcast, which I, hey, if you created your own from anything I've said, please drop the link in my Airbnb with Deep Facebook group so that I can support you because I'm happy to support you as you've supported me. Thank you for that. But podcasting can be very lucrative. Podcasters and podcasting advertisements, sponsorships can mean that I earn anywhere between 
$15 to $50 per listen. So if you see me always posting on the Airbnb with the Instagram page, thanking you guys for listening and you see that listen play, total plays, it's going up, it's going up. That means that every one of those episodes that I have advertisement on, I'm getting paid for that. I'm getting paid for the listens. I'm getting paid for subscriptions. These are things that you set up as an additional stream. Now, if you have something that you would like to discuss, you have something that you feel that you have to say about a topic, don't be afraid to start your own podcast and make that one of your streams. You could get paid simply by being who you are. My fifth stream, coaching. Business coaching is my passion as well. Just like accounting is my passion, business is my passion. Airbnb is not my passion. Business is my passion. So that's why it's important for me that business owners know how to create a business, know how to build business credit, and know how to use that credit to get property, to get vehicles, because I was raised by a woman in business who didn't know how to use those things. And while cosmetology was my mother's passion, I can only imagine how hard it was to continue to fund that or even care about the clients when the the expenses were just so great. And to be honest, guys, you were never meant to spend your own money to create a business. That's why it costs us so much. When we try to get our own inventory, our own products, and we don't build business credit, we see that the money that we're getting from other streams, we end up using misappropriately on other businesses. So we wanna keep ourselves in a clear, creating additional income streams or basically doing what you know God told you to do. Can I be honest? Most of you have already thought about other businesses that you would like to start or have already been complimented on your ability or your skill or your gift to do a thing. Don't be afraid to undergo some training for that and become what it is you need to be because I guarantee your leverage is going to be in that space. Once you find that perfect space, that sweet spot, that's where you're going to be able to make the money you need to make, actually impact people's lives and make a difference. And that's really what it's really about. Now, you know, they say the average millionaire has seven streams of income. Now, I do have six and seven, but I want to keep those secret as they are baking and loading because these will be some of the biggest streams I have ever launched. And day by day, I can't wait to fill you guys in on that. But I just wanted to provide a transparent conversation so that you guys at least know some of the things that I'm into some of the things that are able to help me stay afloat so that I don't have to charge you $15,000 for a mentorship. <laughs> because guys, if someone is charging you thousands of dollars for a mentorship, uh, not that they aren't giving you what you need to get, but you have to also consider, can you afford that particular opportunity or that pathway? So think about it this way. You know how like when we think about going to college and we're like, oh my God, can I afford college? Or am I going to have to do like um, community college or, you know, online college? What are my options? Will I be able to stay on campus? It's not that you're saying you don't want to do these things. It's you counting the cost for these things. So if a mentorship is what you feel you need, I'm going to suggest that you first do excessive research on it so that when you actually get the mentorship, you know the right questions to ask and have a plan in your head already. Remember, a mentor is just like a college professor. They will give you the information you need, but they won't do it for you. That's it, boo. 
You'll have everything you need to be what they are or to excel in what they excel in. And if you don't apply it, there's nothing they can do. Trust me, I dropped out of college three times, (laughs) y'all. And to be honest, you know how like when you're looking for jobs, they say this degree or experience I've always been the or experienced person. Like I've always been able to get in somewhere from my experience because the fact that I never had that degree didn't mean a thing. It was what I did with my time that meant everything. During the time that I wasn't able to complete college because I was having a baby and all type of stuff, I was working for some pretty big firms, completing some pretty big certificates and certifications and trainings. And at the time, I'll say when I was pursuing those things, I thought that I had to do it because I didn't graduate. Never really realizing that if you found something that you actually identify with, you'd actually like to study on it. You'd like to invest in yourself. You and your mentor will have a great time when y'all do connect because this is something you're actually interested in. I said all of that to say to make sure that as you are getting involved in the additional income streams that you're not using all of your money on the the startup phase and failing to plan. I'd rather see you have a plan before I see you actually get a mentorship. I'd like to see you have a plan before signing a lease. I'd like to see you have a plan before asking, how can you do Airbnb? Can you have a plan for yours first? Let's talk about it. What are you getting it involved for? Are you trying to make $15,000 in 30 days? Are you trying to make $1 million in one year? What are you trying to do? Let's talk about it. Get a plan established and get your goals accomplished. So I'm also very excited to announce the one-on-one mentorship package that's available. This is not exclusively for corporate lease or Airbnb friendly. This is for anything that you need help with profit strategy wise. If you are someone that is tired of trying to figure out how to get your unit booked and profitable, or maybe you'd like to know a little bit more about the peer space strategy or how you should properly list it on Gigster. That's what I'm here for. So the link for that mentorship is going to be in this episode's description. And I look forward to speaking to you all in the next episode.